With no fees or minimums, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than deciding to listen to another episode of your favorite podcast. And with no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank. Capital One N.A. Member FDIC. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and Dave C's here with us in spirit. I can feel him. I can feel his presence wrapped around us in a big hug. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And that means, of course, that this is short stuff. A very loving, harmonious episode about disemboweling, being beheaded, um, and having your innards burnt in front of your very eyes. <laughs> yes, we're talking about uh, old-timey punishments and... One of the reasons that you hear about things like being drawn and quartered and, you know, all this disgusting uh, stuff taking place is that kings and and nobility would do this stuff to really, I mean, that was the intent was to try and say, hey, you don't want this to happen to you. Don't do this kind of stuff. They weren't only sadists. They might have been that too. But it was really as a countermeasure to try and keep people from committing crimes. Uh, well, yeah, it, it was like basically saying like, this is, this is what happens if you mess with me, the king. It just shows yeah. like, not everybody can do that. Even historically speaking, not everybody can order somebody to do that to another human being and get away with it. And that's kind of what the the monarch was showing. Like, this is what happens. And so it was reserved for the worst possible crimes you can think of, which was the crime against the monarchy, like treason, right. you know? Yeah, and we're specifically talking about being hanged, drawn, and quartered, mm-hmm. which is a real thing, but it's just not quite in that order. They, they, uh, no, and they I don't also, know why we say it that way. It's kind of weird. Right, and they left out some pretty important parts, too, but they were just— Sure. It's, it's one of the lazierly, lazy, more lazily named—I almost made up a <laughs> word, but I said no, no. It was one of the more lazily named punishments. But um, it started out in the 13th century, the 1200s. I think the first person was a pirate who we'll talk about by the last name of Maurice. Um, and and then um, it went all the way up until the 19th century even. It wasn't until 1870 that it was taken off of the books where it was finally outlawed in England as a punishment for crime. Yeah, I think it's we should read here uh, the actual English law text. So here goes. Uh, that you be drawn on a hurdle to the place of execution where you shall be hanged by the neck. Easy enough to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and being alive, cut down. Okay. Your privy members shall be cut off. I think we know what that's all about. Private parts. Uh-huh. Like how and your stern. bowels <laughs> and your bowels taken out and burned before you, mm. your head severed from your body and your body divided into four quarters to be disposed of at the king's pleasure. Which so I mean, there it is. yeah, astoundingly, you can still kind of get what they're saying in a lot of ways, but we'll we'll explain it just to be a little more graphic. So the first part is drawing, right, where you're yeah. put on like a sled, a board, something like that, and you're dragged behind a horse. Um, And typically, you were dragged uh, in London from Newgate Prison to the execution grounds in a place called Tyburn, which now that I am aware of this, I want to go tour Tyburn next time we're in London. I'll bet they have some pretty gruesome, like, guided tours, you know? Yeah. And when you say dragged on a sled, um, it's not like 
fun Santa Slay style. <laughs> right. Or, or Snow Day style. Or Indiana Jones style. No, probably even worse than that. Like, I think the idea is that that part is also painful and humiliating. There are people along this little par- parade route, like throwing garbage at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you finally get there, you're in pretty rough shape, and then they hang you from a rope, but the intent is not to kill you. So they don't like pull the gallows and you drop through the trap door and break your neck. You're, the point is to hang you to where you're choking and you're as- asphyxiating and you think you're going to die, but then they don't let that happen. Right. They're like, no, 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 we're going to bring you back or cut you down before you can possibly die. So now we've got the drawn part, the hanged part. Now we get to, for my money, the worst part where your genitalia is cut off. Mm -hmm. And by the way, we should say this, from what I could tell, this specifically applied to men. Um, And I think because of this part, um, out of propriety or a sense of propriety, women were burned at the stake instead. So being hang, drawn, and quartered was specific for men. Um, But they would cut off your junk, and um, they would burn it in the fire in front of you. So by this time, I mean, you could possibly bleed to death from that. But you probably— you're seeing this happen. Yeah, you were around long enough, I would guess, to, um, to, to watch your junk burn up in front of you. Then after that, step two is they would cut you from the groin to the sternum and disembowel you, right? Yeah, I mean, who knows how long you live. I know we did a an actual episode, one of our early ones, that uh, before they were even like 10 minutes long, kind of like these, except not as good. Uh, how long you live when your head was cut off? No, that was a long episode. I think it was like a good 40 minutes. Oh, I don't think it was nearly that long. I'll bet you $5 it was 40 minutes. <laughs> I bet it wasn't over 30. Okay, $5. I'll right, we'll look it up. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So we don't know how long you live when you are disemboweled like that. But I, w- I would imagine that you bleed out pretty quickly, but you still might see like your guts spill out. Which I mean, like we're really kind of like hitting that part right there, Chuck, that like you're seeing this. And I think it's because if if you just take half of a second and put yourself into the, the position of somebody who's who's who this is being done to, like seeing your body parts being tossed in a fire in front of you when you know they're supposed to be like in your body or attached to your body still mm-hmm. the psych the, the psychological impact of that oh, has sure. to just be has to compound the pain exponentially too it's a really mean thing to do on top of everything else <laughs> and also just, right. just just to just to drive this home really, really quick uh-huh. too there are a lot of people standing around sure. chanting oh, yeah. for your death yelling at you maybe throwing garbage at you while this is going on too so they're also your townsfolk are being mean to you too that's right so let's take a break Mm -hmm. we've covered uh drawn and hanged and uh what do you even call that last part disemboweled disemboweled and we'll cover scattered smothered and covered right after this (laughs) Listen to this. It's a game changer. Amazon is now in healthcare. Yes, Amazon. It's called Amazon One Medical. They offer same-day appointments, and if that's not convenient enough for you, they also have 24/7 virtual care. 
Yeah, you know, imagine you're feeling so sick that even the thought of getting out of bed is just too much for you. With Amazon One Medical, you don't have to leave the house. Of course, what good is that if you then have to drag yourself to the pharmacy, but you don't have to do that either because of Amazon Pharmacy. It makes a lot of sense. Delivering things fast is what Amazon is known for, and that's exactly what they do here. They'll deliver your prescriptions directly to your door. No waiting in pharmacy lines with people who probably all have something worse than whatever you're there for. Again, this is a game changer. Thanks to Amazon Pharmacy and Amazon One Medical, healthcare just got less painful. Hey everybody, it's time to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has absolutely everything you could possibly need to build whatever website you're trying to. You can host video content and organize your entire video library, plus showcase it on beautiful video pages. You can use analytics to grow your business and learn where your site visits and sales are coming from. What else, Chuck? Well, buddy, if you got merch, then you can sell it on Squarespace. You can easily sell custom merch and create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Yeah, and if your business is appointment-based, you can accept appointments on your Squarespace website. You can offer online or in-person private sessions, workshops, and group classes. And Squarespace provides everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, and send automatic reminders, all in a beautifully showcased site. So just go to squarespace.com slash stuff and you're going to get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use our offer code stuff to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Nice work. So we're getting to the scattered, smothered, and covered part. Don't forget chunked. And topped. I think that's the final. Mm, there's, I think there's one more. I think oh, after topped even? Yeah, there's something with chilies. Like I think chili is topped. Oh, is it? I thought that. No, no, no. Chili. There's also like jalapenos I think you can get on it. Oh, so scattered, smothered, covered, chunked, topped, and chilied? I guess. I don't think they call it that, but some, yeah, that's all the way. And by the way, for those of you who don't live near a Waffle House, I think there may be 10 of you listening. Um, right. <laughs> these are ways like that you can browns. order your hash browns. Yeah. Yeah. How did you order them? Scattered, smothered, and covered. And then I would get chunked, but I don't eat pork anymore because pigs are way too right. smart to, to eat. Um, so no more chunked. No more chunked, which is unfortunate because pigs are also far and away the most delicious animal we have <laughs> domesticated. But yeah. Good for you for taking a stand anyway. So scattered, which means that it's not in a hockey puck. Smothered, mm. which means it has sautéed onions in with it. And covered, where they put a slice of non-cheese cheese on it. Right. What about you? I'm ashamed to admit that I was a very boring person. I just liked my hash browns. Oh. Like plain. I would get a double order. Okay. And that was it. I would just get a double order of hash browns. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, would I wouldn't you get put... scattered, smothered, or covered. Okay, I understand. But would you put, like, ketchup on it or something? Mm, salt and pepper. Huh. Would That's you, it. Like, egg yolk in mixed in there or anything? <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll mix it up with the eggs and okay. whatever else is on the plate. So you're not, like, totally insane. No. <laughs> Where you just, I'd like the driest order of hash browns you've ever made in oh, just but that's that. the beauty of it. They're never dry, even without that stuff on them. Some parts so can good. get, I've had some dry hash browns. All right. I think we should move on. Sure. <laughs> All right. So the last step in this process is the quartering. 
And uh, this involves, you know, kind of what it sounds like. They would, I don't think we mentioned before, after you got disemboweled, they would cut the heart out, mm. throw that in the fire. Mm-hmm. You're almost certainly dead after that. <laughs> um, your head comes off during this last process. It just falls and right then, off. Yeah, just from the horror. And then um, finally, you are genuinely quartered as in your arms and legs are cut off. They boil those in some spices <laughs> to make the flesh uh, last as long as possible mm-hmm. because your body parts are going on tour. That's right. So you're being sent, like parts of you are being sent to different like nearby areas that is under the king's control to basically say like, hey, this is what happens to traitors. This is the leg of this guy who's drawn and quartered. You all know what hang, drawn, and quartered is. And look at this. This is the result of that. So don't try anything against the king. That's kind of what it, what the point was. I didn't see anything about the torso because there would be some torso left over. But yeah. it just seemed like they would cut their arms and legs the off. And that was the quartered, <laughs> the quartered part. But the, the, that also makes it confusing with another form of torture and sometimes capital punishment, which was being quartered. Right by horses, which is a totally different thing that England didn't even do. Yeah, yeah, that was you know you've heard about when you have like each limb is tied to a different horse and then they yeah them in the different directions. But uh, apparently didn't happen in England. Apparently might have uh, probably happened in France under King Henry the fourth after an assassination attempt, uh, and then. The first person to be hanged, drawn, and quartered you mentioned was the pirate Maurice because he spoke of the pompatus of love. That's right. That was back in 1241, right? That's right. And then, of course, uh, William Wallace, the Scottish rebel, he was drawn and quartered as depicted in the Mel Gibson snuff film Braveheart. Um, And then (laughs) another very famous person who was sentenced to be drawn, hanged, drawn, and quartered was Guy Fawkes, the the Catholic revolutionary who was trying to blow up uh, Parliament. But he escaped the worst of it because he was clever enough to jump down from the gallows head first and break his own neck. So he he was uh, already dead when they did the worst of the stuff to him as part of his punishment. Yeah, and eventually things might have turned when uh, a naval clerk named David Tyree was drawn and quartered because he had a lot of press coverage. The rest of this stuff is just, there's not a ton of detail, but the press really came out and wrote about what happened to Tyree, and things seemed to have kind of turned after that to a little bit more of a, I don't know if it was just like they figured that it was too cruel to be doing or if they just decided it's just all takes too much time and it's a little too much. <laughs> right. We need to just sort of get on with it kind of it's thing. It's too extra. Sort of, because uh, the, there were five men convicted in the Cato Street compar- conspiracy in 1820, mm-hmm. uh, and they were sentenced to be hung, hanged, drawn, and quartered, but they ended up just hanging them, putting them up there on the gallows and cutting their heads off and saying, can we just call it a day? Yeah, and this guy that the How Stuff Works article um, interviewed, his name is uh, Richard Clark. He runs the website Capital Punishment UK. Um, He says that part of the reason why this went out of fashion was because, you know, well-to-do Londoners started um, gentrifying areas around Newgate uh, Prison and Tyburn, the public execution grounds, and they're basically like, no, we don't really want you doing this in our backyard. It really tends to bring out the riffraff totally. and the bloodthirsty, and we kind of <laughs> right. want them over there. So they just did away with it entirely in 1870. 
Yeah, that was it. That was it for being hanged, drawn, and quartered. Humanity took one small step forward toward progressing to its ideal form. And that's it for short stuff, right? What? Does that mean we're out? (sighs) Okay. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.